of the living geek. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 97 of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We are going to talk about Monday Night Raw, Smackdown Live, we're going to preview No Mercy, we're going to talk a little NXT, and we're going to take some questions from the Twitter and the Facebook. But before I do that, I would like to welcome in the Christian to my edge, Marianne. Man, that's a very that's a very um, well placed one. I do believe I am the Christian to your edge. I agree. Yes, even though I believe you're a little taller than me, so technically you'd probably be edge. Are we the same height? We're probably the we're, same we're height. close. What are you like five? Five ten? eight. Five eight. Oh, I'm five. I'm five six. Yeah. Wait, Christian's taller than Edge? No, I'd say it'd be the other way around. As in, you would be Edge and I would be Christian. Wait, cause, well, be, because I'm not taller than you though. I know, but I that's when I previously you thought were, you were. Oh, okay. And now we've confirmed that it's not, so I don't I don't know. Just Okay. So, Marianne, how's it going? Um, good. I like haven't been up to much. I had to check the oil in my car before I came down here. Oh. So that's kind of why I was like a little bit it was like dark out too. I was like, Why the fuck did I do this earlier? You probably should have. Well, no, because what happened was I drove like two hundred miles in like the past twenty four hours. Oh wow. Long story with that one. But then I got my hair cut. Like, I got my hair done, and mm-hmm. it was, like, a relief, like, an expensive relief, but a relief nonetheless. Right. And so I, like, didn't... And I deserve a nap right now. Like, I'm exhausted. Oh, like, man. Like, I was up super early this morning at, like, 7.30, and I haven't had the chance to nap, so I'm, like, on a level 11 miserable right now. Awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. That's your I miserable. also ate spaghetti. I was out of a mug today for dinner, and then I spilled it on my Chris Jericho shirt, and now I'm wearing a Chuck Taylor one instead. I spilled food on my Tim Donst shirt. <laughs> Did you... <laughs> <laughs> you wear it anyways. Well, Tim Donst would have a, be wearing a dirty shirt. So if that's if that makes you feel any better, I've worn this shirt in a while, and how, then I how, spilled on it. I sound I like, like a child. I spilled. Mommy spilled spaghettios <laughs> in my Chris Jericho shirt. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a three year old. Oh boy. So um, actually, uh, before we get, I guess we get into raw. I've been trying to catch up on the programs here, and I watched um, Progress's last show. I think it was called We're Going to Need a Bigger Room Again. And they had, I want to say, over 3,000 people in this place. Oh, man. It's very, very cool. And the main event was Mark Haskins versus Tommy N versus the villain, Marty Skrull. All three of those people we have seen. Yes, for the Progress Championship. And got a little crazy at the end. And we saw the return of one jimmy havoc now have you ever seen jimmy havoc yes i have i i've never seen him wrestle i haven't gotten or have not purchased progress on demand mm-hmm. which shocker actually I, I need to because it's like i think it's like seven dollars american or something like that i don't know but um you can check out jimmy havoc on there and the crazy thing is he came back and he tore his ACL and MCL like earlier in the year. All CLs? He tore every CL. <laughs> and the pop he got 
when his music hit when he came out during the main event to interfere was insane like the crowd they were just like do you remember in uh the old muppet show where to show excitement i love where this is going by the way to show excitement (laughs) for the the muppets they would just throw the puppet up in the air yeah yeah that's basically what it was like (laughs) they would just throw the oh my god that's exactly what it looked like. Like as soon as I hope. Was you there a Statler and a Waldorf? No, there wasn't. As soon as I hope you suffer by AFI started playing, the crowd went absolutely apeshit bonkers, and it was it was very special. I suggest you go check out that show. Uh, podcast favorite Pete Dunn won, uh, and Trent Seven, the uh, British Strong Style, they won the Progress Tag Championships. Pete Dunn just can't lose anything. He is the Ultimo Dragon of our generation or i guess just of this year because ultimo dragon was my generation (laughs) so there you go check out that show it's available i think you can rent it for 4.99 and you can buy it for i think eight or you can just get progress on demand for a month Just spend money on it yeah there you go (laughs) so uh monday night raw i just wanted to get oh and the reason i brought up jimmy havoc is because he is like the living breathing version of johnny the homicidal maniac he looks like if johnny that's the amazing Hom- if johnny the homicidal maniac was a person it would be jimmy havoc and um let me know if you agree with that i tweeted a picture of johnny the homicidal maniac with jimmy havoc's name you should take a johnny the homicidal well i i have a shirt and i'll just like add jimmy havoc on it i yeah. that would be copyright issues but you still get what i'm saying it would be amazing yes or just draw him in that style yeah somebody should that'd be somebody great. that'd be a great shirt anyway <laughs> let's talk about ideas let's talk about monday night raw shall we yeah i guess, I guess. if we have to right yeah i'm so i'm so just <laughs> disinterested in monday night raw just in general now yeah like it's a chore like it used to be a chore for me to try and watch smackdown now i can't wait for tuesdays i'm very excited for tuesdays and raw i'm just like oh boy and i treat it like it's a i have to well yeah we (laughs) technically do have to i know People are like, oh, you want to go out to dinner? You want to do this? And I'm like, I can't, like, because they know I can't work on Monday nights. And I'm like, there is a reason I can't work on Monday nights, you yeah. guys. But I mean, <laughs> I have stuff to do. So, much Mon- TV by myself. Monday Night Raw starts out the same way I believe it started out the past two weeks. They don't learn from their mistakes. Uh, <laughs> in, in where Roman Reigns comes out, and I'm immediately just don't care. I'm just immediately already sad. So yeah. Roman Reigns opens the show again, and he he's I think he says something I can't remember. And then Lana comes out. She tells him to go to she hell, tells and it you was go fu- to hell, and it was so funny. And I rolled my eyes so hard, I was like, "Well, I guess we know it's going to happen at the Hell in the Cell pay per view." Yeah, well, so Rusev comes out, and stuff happens. You go to hell. I noticed in that match, or like in that, I used segment. air quotes segment. Like Michael Cole says, oh, my goodness, a lot. Because he can't say, oh, my God. I, switch it up. <laughs> say, oh, my stars or something. Holy hell. Live a little. Say, holy hell. Come on. Holy, <laughs> holy hell's my hell. favorite. Or Jeezy Creasy. Come on. That one's great, too. <laughs> Jeezy Creasy. Oh, Excalibur. So we're going to get a Hell in the Cell match at Hell in the Cell for the United States Championship between... Roman Reigns and Rusev, which I'm fine with, but I don't want Roman Reigns to open the show anymore. It's boring. 
Yeah. Then we had, uh, <laughs> I think we had a long segment break because WWE feels the need to switch out the ropes, the mat, and the ring apron to cruiserweight colors, which yeah, is Yeah, but then they were doing it for the breast cancer awareness, which... Oh, yeah, they had to change that, too. Don't even get me started. We won't get started on that. Yeah. We're not going to get into any of that. So we had TJ Perkins taking on Brian Kendrick in a non-title match. Pretty good match overall, His I thought. His pants are life. His houndstooth pants. He came out, and I wrote down, fuck, yes, those pants, like... Also, bless you, LA, for not being a piece of shit crowd. Well, they're not a piece of shit because Perkins claims LA as his own. So yeah, but they like in comparison to the, the other places. Yes, they were not a piece of shit crowd and gave them the attention that they deserved. They and did. That match was like really quickly paced and super solid. I very, I very much well, enjoyed it. Not yes. surprising at all. No, also, no, no, no. Yeah, his entrance is brilliant yeah it's just it's so good is it just me did they start doing this after the brand split where they like light up the ramp like it's a guitar hero colored tabs i think they did because they both have different entrances now <laughs> every kind time of. they do it it's like the floor is lit up and i'm just like one it's it's guitar hero yes and that's all i think that's of. so good uh <laughs> i'm i'm a little confused as to why our champion is tapping out in a non-title match that kind of um I would rather our villain lo- or win via nefarious means. As well, I it was a, a match that already like had happened before. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I don't know if we want to continue the story. I feel like we need some wily veteran. I, I mean, I guess it's fine. I don't know. It, it, it makes me a little uncomfortable that the champions tapping out. It's just me. It's just me. Sorry, I yawned. That was rude. I'm sorry, guys. No, no worries. You it's fine. We're favorite, talking about Monday Night Raw. So. My favorite part of Monday Night Raw was, is it pronounced um, Philippe? Ryan Philippe? Ryan Felipe? Felipe. Philippe. I, I have never been so excited to see him before <laughs> in my life. Wow. Crotch chops, though. I don't remember who said that it, but they were so like... so awkward, especially because no, no, he was with his son. No, but he was doing it and someone said, huh, like just like he was, he's doing it because it's the last time he was relevant to was in 1999. <laughs> but contrary to popular belief, he has been working since Cruel Intentions. You oh, guys. did you look it up? No, I knew. Oh. <laughs> I knew this already. He was on Drunk History oh, recently and okay. Robot Chicken, so he's living the high life. So um, he knows what's up. Yeah. But he was also in the Hey On music video. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. He was in an Outcast music video. John Pingle. That's pretty good. I didn't know he was in that video. Cruel Intentions to Outcast music video. The end. Living it up. I'm his Outcast. <laughs> I love Outcast. Come back, Outcast. <laughs> Please. Stop being Outcast. Well, so... <laughs> Since we had a cruiserweight match and we needed to, you know, change the ropes back to everything else, we needed to show a backstage interview segment with Seth Rollins. I don't care. Dude, um, Seth describing Kevin Owens was, I'm sure, purposefully him just <laughs> describing himself like a year ago. Yes, like, basically. Except for the him cashing in by himself yeah. thing. That was like the only difference. And I was like, mm, face Seth, I don't know how you're a bit iffy. Oh, face Seth. I'm still pissed at him. We'll see. It'll it'll yeah. maybe work itself out here. We had a Braun Strowman squash match, which Whatever. is uh, always fun. And then Braun Strowman speaks um, somewhat better than Roman did. What? You heard me. <laughs> did a baby voice come out? No, it was great. He said he said he wants real opponents, or uh, there might not be a next week. 
So he's literally just going to kill and eat everyone. Or that's, something. that's what I was just about to say. Like on the tip of my tongue was, oh, so he's just going to eat next week. Like, that's Basically, like- <laughs> I, I don't know. He told Foley he wanted a real opponent. So we'll see what a real opponent means. Foley's like, oh, fine. Basically. Did you notice that at like the one hour mark, the mic meter was still at zero? Yes. They must have heard I me know. or listened to Daniel Bryan <laughs> on Talking Smack last week. So I think the mic meter was at one. I don't think it I was saw at him. zero at the at the one hour mark, and Which then it great. did hit one later. I think it, that we only saw him once, and we I think saw Stephanie the same amount. Or yeah, we saw her. I don't even remember. You know, what? I think the mic meter was at two, and the Stephanie counter was at one because they both talked to Rollins at one point. I think. Oh, okay. So I know she talked to Rollins by herself. I can't even remember. Yeah. It's okay, guys. B-show, B-show. B-show. Um, <laughs> we had another Jericho Owens segment, which is just, uh, it's the best. They're Jericho the one just... thing regularly keeping, they're the only thing keeping Raw from being the C-show. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they kind of, te- they teased the uh, Universal Championship match between the two for I... a second, which was nice. I liked that. I love Jericho. He's just like... Yeah. reinvents himself a million times was wearing maroon pants if okay if i was asked marianne as a guy how would you just the end just chris jericho this week on the net that's exactly how i would dress as a guy i i want those maroon pants i want them <laughs> they're the best <laughs> and they, they speak to me and i want them new day comes out <sighs> does new day things and there was a jump the shark that the banter there was banter aplenty is as there yeah was. there was fat jokes but that's only okay if Xavier Woods does it it was where he said you haven't jumped said, over anything you haven't jumped over anything but we got a callback to that in the match that happened later where Kevin Owens knocked Xavier Woods down and then jumped over him a couple of times <laughs> it was it was great it was just like goddamn this is so good. So we we find out that there is a non-title match later between the New Day and Jera KO. So I feel like that name could be more clever. But now, did you think there was a brief moment when Titus O'Neil came out? Oh, I don't even take notes on that. And they showed the Titus Probably for a reason. They showed the Titus brand promo, and then Sami Zayn came out, and I went, "Oh my God, he's going to beat Sami Zayn." There was a brief moment in my head because i also went oh yeah sammy Zayn's on raw hmm. that's so sad you guys that should not be the case let's move sammy to smackdown please zane zaro zane zaro oh man make a trade trades are great come on so but <laughs> but that that um that fear was quickly squashed as sammy Zayn won and apparently the titus brand held a press conference after raw and only tom phillips showed up Tom Phillips, you're the best. So it's like the funniest thing ever. He so. doesn't have a mean bone in his entire body. No, he does not. He's the best. I just, I just immediately pictured when Stephanie was like, how do I feel? And then she just beat the shit out of him backstage. Do you remember that? That was such bullshit. And I he was just that. lying on the ground like, <laughs> I hated that. That made me so sad. I was like, why are you beating him up? He's this the is best. so dumb. I don't understand. Uh, we had a tag team match between Gals and Anderson versus Goldust and R-Truth. And I believe there was a promo where Gals and Anderson said, we're sick of all these people being not serious. And these were the guys that and were talking about. And then there was about, a sing-along. Yes. But bouncing Goldust head. Those two guys were also doc- pretending to be doctors and talking about balls and stuff like that like three weeks ago. So, I mean, all right. Gals and Anderson win. Yeah. And there was a sing-along. That was strange. 
When was the segment with with Jericho and Ashton Kutcher and Danny Masterson in the back? Oh, I was that before forgot that? about that. That no, was, it was so goddamn funny. I really enjoyed that where they were talking about finishing or er, each other's sentences. Yes, I thought that was very good. I was like, it took me an hour and 35 minutes exactly to audibly laugh. And I think it was at that moment. Like, it was, I genuinely laughed. Like, oh, man. So we had the New Day versus Jira KO. I thought it was a fine match. Well, the commentary. Commentary was equally funny. Dude, it was amazing. Ashton Kutcher arguing with Corey Graves was something I did not know I needed to hear before I died. And I was so glad that I did. I, how great did you see when they show they pan back and showed how awkwardly Byron was sitting at the table? Yes. Like it was so There's awkward. Like 15 people at that table. It was like Thanksgiving. And what did he what did they say? It was like the stupidest thing. I went Byron, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I think I said that out loud is when he was like I think Denny Masterson was like I bet they don't even know each other's middle names. They look like they wouldn't know and Ashton Kutcher was like what's my middle name and he was like Ashton and then Byron goes hit Ashton Ashton and I went <laughs> and I went you dipshit his first name is Chris oh my god oh my god it was just ugh, Byron you're so dumb but Scientology aside can we keep Danny Masterson on commentary forever <laughs> he's so funny I'm glad he didn't start talking about feet and levels he is so calm and amazing and I loved like every second of it but is that how you feel when you're with me like I'm the Ashton Kutcher to your Danny Masterson <laughs> Or the hide to yes. you're the hide to my Kelso. Yeah. Oh my god. Actually, that's exactly. Is that what it feels like to hang out with me? Yeah. Wow. No. <laughs> Were you? No, Marianne. That's not how I feel. No, that's definitely you how he feels. It makes it that. makes sense because right when he was like, I could really go for chocolate cake right now. I'm like, yeah, I bet we could go. I really want a milkshake. Oh, I had one last night. And did you really? I needed it real bad. Oh. But I had it. It was great. I need to get one. My favorite quote though the whole time is right when at the end and like, cause Ashton's really uncouth and he goes, ha, ah, where are your friends at now, Jericho? And then immediately Corey went, shut up, Ashton. Like right away. So Rollins comes out for the distraction and we get the Rollins New Day reunion we all wanted. That was F- amazing. Face New Day and face Rollins. The, when we when I reenacted that, remember at yes. Fanime? Yeah. My favorite thing though is at least for the raw commentary is when Byron and Corey are arguing. They argue like two little kids that just got reprimanded by their parents, and they've been told to shut up. But the other one, they have to get the last word in, so they're like whispering like mean things behind their parents' back. Like <laughs> yeah. that's the way they argue. Oh boy. But yeah, the the New Day and the the Seth. We had to switch out the ropes again for a second cruiserweight match. Tony Nese versus Rich Swan. Tony Nese is real bad at promos. <laughs> no, he is not very good. He but he's not good. Very, in, he's terrible. He he's pretty decent in the ring. Um, I'm confused about the cruiserweight division because, like, we love Rich Swan, but then Rich Swan. There will never be a point where Tony I'm not excited. I'm just yeah. I don't know. I need a. Where are they like going? A, there's nothing going happening. on, so there's no like. There's no reason for the matches. Yeah, I will never not be excited to see Rich Swan on my TV every week, though. Oh, not man. gonna lie. Like we'll get to Rich Swan a he's little the later. Fucking best. So our main event of Monday Night Raw wasn't there a Cesaro. Seamus there's Cesaro Seamus they fought jobbers and won it's great. Yeah, they're both so strong though like why would you even need to have them do a squash match I have it's, like I don't know their thing should be that they just keep constantly winning things but argue the whole time 
Yes. And then are just so good that they win everything even while they, arguing the whole time. Even when they win the tag team championship. And they'll still be arguing. That would be pretty funny. That oh, should yeah. be their thing. I love that we saw them like pull up in a car at the beginning of Raw. And I was just having like WCW backstage segment flashbacks. It was really weird. What was it that like Cesaro accused him of like picking his nose the whole time? And he was like, I was yeah. fixing my nose ring. And I went, oh, Seamus, I hate you. But I feel you there, man. <laughs> fixing the nose ring thing. I feel you. It has to happen sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so our main event for the first time in, I can't even remember when, probably well, on SmackDown Live history, or the new branded well, one. Well, on, on Raw history. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, Raw. Just kidding. Was um, Sasha Banks taking on the WWE Raw Women's Champion, Charlotte. And can we please stop trying to kill ourselves? Yeah. It's like Sasha's still doing the tope suicida, and it's driving me crazy. This one looks she a lot better. She always looks like she's going to fall out of air, like fall out of midair. Like it looks like she's going to like fall on her head like every, every time. time, and it drives me crazy. And let me tell you, that corkscrew moonsault to the outside, holy shit, that was awesome. But it was really good. I don't know if you need to do that. <laughs> you don't. Like, it looked great. I was very happy. Sasha headbutted Charlotte at one point. It was a great match. I had a really yeah. fun time. And they kept hammering in like Charlotte's name, one of the best wrestlers by whatever Forbes. And I was like, oh, that's a real good proud source. I do enjoy that. It's it's like Not she, Sasha, it's Charlotte. Yeah. Charlotte cannot cannot seem to win or defend her title at Monday Night Raw. Like she can't do it. Every time she has a title match on Raw, she loses. But if she's going into a pay-per-view, she's undefeated. I think that's a really weird Probably because she's cool not on Raw, she's not really... It's kind of like not something you prep for, right. really, right? Nah, I guess. So Sasha Banks... Because you have like weeks going into something else. True. You know. Sasha Banks, two-time WWE Raw Women's Champion. Got lots of ugly Charlotte faces. We did. I really enjoyed this match. I don't know if it's like my favorite Sasha Charlotte match, but I I enjoyed it a lot. I it really good, did. Yeah. And that was Monday Night Raw. So now let's get into the A show. Was it the A show? <laughs> Which starts out with a Bray Wyatt Kane match. Yeah, I saw it like right when it okay. Fuck. <sighs> it started with Bray. Like, who clearly no one cares about either because they talked over, rang the bell, and introduced him all during his entire entrance. So nobody cares anymore. Hint, maybe you should not take so long. <laughs> and then Kane came out and I went, well, I have laundry to do. And I just got up and left and I did my laundry and so, I was just over it. Basically what happened was they they fought a whole bunch and then Randy Orton came onto the, I guess we'll call it the Titantron and said, hey, Bray, come and find me now. I'm upside down. Look. Yes. And Bray was like, ha ha, okay, and got counted Bray out. Because Bray can't speak a sentence without laughing at inappropriate times. Basically. He got counted out. So he loses the match. And as we did last week, we'll do this Kane week. Kane farted some pyrotechnics, yes. you know, <laughs> the usual. So as we did last week, we will do again this week. We'll just go over those, all those backstage segments right now. And it wasn't as long. I felt the pacing was a little better than it was last week. Oh, for sure. Last week was just so long. This because week was... Bray Wyatt stuff tends to stretch out longer than it should. Yeah. So he's lured to this. There's just a a rocking chair in what appears to be a room. And he can't resist a rocking and chair. And he's just like, I love rocking chairs. <laughs> I need to see what year this was made. What wood is it? What wood is it? Uh, do you think I could sell it on Antique Roadshow? 
Probably eh. not. Maybe. Who knows? No, man. This was Abraham Lincoln's rocking chair. That wouldn't even sell for as much you think it, it would. It is worth $40. Well, I'll take it. This, I'll this take sh- it, man. The expensive got, shit. On there. I'm not even going to get into that I got to buy more cardboard cutouts of Randy Orton. <laughs> but the eyes punched out. The eyes already punched out, man. <laughs> so Randy locks him in this room, and there's like this weird ass, like, I don't know if, I'm not sure you'll know this game, but there was this game called Rockstar Made It. It was called Manhunt. And it, it sounds familiar, but yeah. I'll put the trailer or maybe some gameplay footage in the show notes. It this game would not come out today. It was basically about a guy <laughs> who was on death row and he like, you know, he had the death penalty and they killed him, but he was saved by this crazy dude who implanted like something into his head and literally made him he was just making snuff films and would, he would go around and kill people and you could kill them like by suffocating them with like that a, sounds a fucking awesome and it was it was a great game that should be made now because then people who would actually otherwise be serial killers would do that and then get it out of their system well maybe i'm joking but you get what i'm saying i do so um, want to kill someone go play that game that game was fucking amazing and they had like those weird like camera angles inside rooms with like the staticky kind of thing and that camera angle that was in that room that bray was locked in with the with the rocking chair kind of looked like that i was just watching it going dude just go out the back door. That's what happened when they tried to lock Dean in a room to keep him away from something. And he Didn't went he go, like, go he, through the ceiling? he went out the back door. Ugh. There was a door in the back and they <laughs> locked him out. And because I remember on Ms. TV, he was like, how did you get out? You can just leave it between the two of us in front of an audience of like thousands of people. And he was like, I went through the back door. Like, I'm not Houdini. Sorry to disappoint <laughs> you. <laughs> like, so, he would go through the ceiling, though. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So he's talking to someone in this room, and he says of that he, is. he says um, he says Sister Abigail. Um, I'm glad. Like I don't know. He doesn't say Sister Abigail. I knew you'd come, <laughs> but he might as well have. If he did, what would you say? I'd have been like, "This is great." No, it's <laughs> terrible. It's like right after they right after they buy the tapings of TNA. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> steal it all orton goes to open the the thing and finds that bray wyatt's gone and then i think he gets locked in there i can't remember so no he doesn't he doesn't no i can't remember he just gets all pissed off and then just goes and stomps out and i was like well that was disappointing so i I wonder if we are going to get the debut of sister abigail soon i would assume so maybe don't know so there you go that was that she's not a rotted corpse i'm gonna be so disappointed we don't need that I know. I don't need it either. We had Alexa Bliss versus Nikki Bella with Carmella on commentary. Alexa without an intro at all. That was like the SmackDown thing was right. cutting out people's intros. So, Vaude Villains, I'm okay. What Alexa, you, not so much. Well, they also cut out Jason Jordan's intro. Mm-hmm. What, I was going to write that down, but I forgot about How do you feel about that? About them cutting out people's intru- uh, entrances? I feel it's disrespectful. So I feel like, yeah, you might be doing it for a time reason, whatever, but that's kind of disrespectful. I I agree. But at the same time, I didn't I didn't completely hate it. But don't they do that to people who aren't supposed jobbers. to be jobbers? Yeah. You can say the J word. Yeah. But I didn't like Alexa, though. That's why I was like mad about that. I was like, what no, the Alexa fuck? is not a jobber. She's oh. a wonderful ray of light in our hearts. And minds and souls of us all. Okay. So 
I don't I don't know how I feel about that. I, I feel like it's okay because they kind of squashed like, oh, this person doesn't get an entrance, they're a loser because Jason Jordan won his match later in the night and he didn't get an entrance. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of squashing that a little bit, which I, I, I'm fine with. I didn't think I'd be fine. With, usually I'm like, oh my God, this person didn't get an entrance. That is ridiculous. Uh-huh. But they fit a lot into the two hours, so I'm I'm fine with it. Was it just me or where like there was a ton of like like the first like three or four segments or ma- matches I use air quotes because half of them didn't even start were just total fucking garbage. There was so much garbage going on. Yeah, there was a lot of garbage. Um, but I will say I laughed so hard when Nikki came to the outside with Alexa and Carmela said, you thirsty Kardashian wannabe to her. She's so ratchet. I laughed so hard. And then Nikki later the fuck out. <laughs> it was so good. <gasps> and then we get the double team and the double team turns into Alexa Bliss and Carmela versus Nikki Bella and Becky Lynch. Because Becky's got to be the heroes. She's straight fire. <laughs> fire. Fire. <laughs> And Alexa gets the pin with the sparkle splash. Was it the sparkle splash? Yeah. Sparkle splash. Because I feel like she did something else. Did she? I thought it was sparkle splash. Well, I think we're missing the point here. Alexa Bliss gets the win, which is great for everyone. It was Twisted Bliss. Oh. Isn't that a Twisted Moonsault? That's what what the sparkle splash is. I'm sorry. They just changed the name? Yeah. Okay. Twisted Bliss. That's great. Uh, anyhow, we had the Vaudevillains with no entrance, as stated before. Versus Which I didn't care. The Hype Bros and the Ascension's out because they're bored. I don't know. They're just hanging out and pointing at people. Just fine. <sighs> it's fine. I had no problem with anything that happened. It's like, okay, the Hype Bros and the Ascension are going to fight. Totally cool with it. Whatever. Whatever. So now we get to Ms. TV. Ms. TV, it was so good. It's always really good. I just put part oh entertaining, like Ms. being hilarious, part two. Like, I laughed so hard. So, oh. Ms. TV featuring Dolph Ziggler, we had the fake WWE Network video for Dolph Ziggler's it career. It was, what did he say? But trust me, it will not be forgotten. And then it just showed a bunch of footage of him losing and the lowest parts of his career. <laughs> and then just like splicing people in talking I about died. something completely different. And than... he, the thing is, Ziggler's not stupid. So he like, <laughs> no, it's just, it was just so funny. It was, it was really great. And then we got uh, Kenny and Mikey from the Spirit Squad. I like screamed and then went, I can't do this right now. It was great. It was it was very very good. And then they beat up, and everyone Ziggler. was so confused emotionally. It was good times. Oh, good man. times. To be honest, though, that whole thing made me almost not want him to leave. Is that like what you human? That's what is that? What you humans point. call pity? Is that what pity feels like? It's called getting worked into a shoot. It's pity. Or, yep. Oh my god, I do not like that feeling. So it's much like guilt. <laughs> Ugh. We had Jay Uso taking on Jason Jordan. Um, Jason Jordan wins, and then we get Slater and Rhino out for the save. And then in which David Otunga gets confused about what the term repossessed means. <laughs> I was so annoyed. Oh, my God. He was like, do you think he's so going to have to give back his double Y? And he was like, no, it'll just get repossessed. And I'm like, that's the same thing, you dumb fuck. Yes. I hate him. 
He's so bad. There's like Byron level, and then there's like David Otunga level. David Otunga is like flunked beyond all saving. Oh, jeez. We had the all-American, American, American Jack Swagger taking on Skip Big Banter Corbin. Skip. This match was great. What are you talking about? Skipped. This match was a hoot and holler, and I really enjoyed the ending of this match. I turned to Kyle, and I said, I don't think I've ever seen a match end that way. I mean, I probably have. I feel like the Undertaker-Brock match kind of ended that way, but not really. But um, it was Swagger had the ankle lock on, and Baron Corbin was going to reach for the rope, but he reached for it like this. Because he's an idiot and doesn't know how to wrestle. So he kept reaching and hitting the mat, and the referee's like, he's tapped out, that's the match, and then that was it. And Banter Corbin threw a banter fit, and it was amazing. He's an idiot, and I hate him. I loved it. It was good times. And uh, then we had Styles, Cena, and Ambrose banter. That which, was brilliant. Go for it. It was give me your notes on that. Brilliant. People were going, "What the fuck was that?" And I'm like, "Oh, so this is SmackDown going? Oh, viewers, just in case you forgot that Dean is fucking fire on the mic. Here's this to remind you: love SmackDown. Like that was insane. It was so good. Like just the the whole thing. Like AJ's timing was really good. Yes, it was really good. He did great. Everything they were saying was just true, and then Dean was just like, "That was a pipe bomb." Pipe bombs, indeed. He's they just really, great. They He's did amazing. Very good, good job of hyping up the A shows special event. No mercy on ha- Sunday. Has he ever failed doing anything while holding a mic other than actually physically holding the mic? No, I don't think so. You get what I'm saying, right? I do. Although that does make sense because when you hold it like that, it keeps you from putting it too close to your mouth. True. Very true. Smart man. So. the best. <laughs> the hype going into No Mercy, which is this Sunday. Here no is mercy. the card. We have the re-debuting Kurt Hawkins. Dude. Taking on someone. I'm, o- I'm turning around a little bit because it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. And I just love him in general. So I'm just like, I am going to support you because I know that you're probably like, I hate my life. <laughs> we Go al- Mets. <laughs> we also have Nikki Bella taking on Carmella. And uh, I think Nikki Bella is going to get the win here. Probably. If Carmella gets the win, I wouldn't be is it shocked. Is no DQ? No, it's just a match. Oh, it might be no DQ. They haven't updated the wiki. So The wiki. We das have Vicky. Randy Orton taking on Bray Wyatt. Whatever. So um, I I sincerely hope Bray Wyatt wins a match. I don't care. We have The Miz defending the Intercontinental Championship against Dolph Ziggler in a title versus career match. If Dolph Ziggler loses, he must go bye-bye forevers. Bye-bye. Until they find a loophole, which they will. Who do you think wins this match? I don't... Because Dolph Ziggler is advertised for SmackDown on Tuesday. Card subject to change. It could could be a, yeah, I lost. I'm leaving. Okay, bye, guys. I'm going to wear a suit to the ring with Converse because that's totally something he would do. Very true. He did do that, actually. (laughs) But um, I don't know. Like, I don't particularly care. I don't either. I think either way I would be happy with this. I kind of want the Miz's title reign to go a little longer. Yeah. And oh man. Although I think it would be very funny if he lost. It would be it would be so sweet for him to just be like Dolph Ziggler's not here anymore because of me and he could ride that for a while. Yeah, he could. But then I feel like Miz could take any angle and just milk it till it's just done. 
Yes, very true. He's still milking that he... Yeah, he, he's... <laughs> <laughs> that he wrestled the main event at WrestleMania. Well, there's that. And then remember when Dean was given such shit gimmick things? Like, Dean was just, like, prop king for the longest oh, time. Yeah. And he worked it so well. And I was like, you're giving the shittiest gigs and you're handling it. How much yeah. did you love, though, like, going back to what he was saying about, I have been wrestled the most matches this past year and the year before that. No sick days, no injuries. Mm-hmm. And you don't respect me. And I went, suck it, John Cena. <laughs> suck it. Like <laughs> We have... Because it's true. The new nasty Usos taking on Slater and Rhino for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Homeboy's going to lose. I feel like... Homeboy being Heath Slater. Heath Slater and Rhino. I think this is the end The end of the road as that... Stock up on those I think that was a crackers. Boys to Men song. Was Boys to Men end of the road? I think it was. Well, all right then. I'm going to be thinking about this. Like, <laughs> I think the Usos win these tag team championships. If they don't, I would be horribly shocked. But Do you have any feelings towards the ends of any of these? Ma- like, like, if something happened, would you be upset if it... So the result is, I don't really care who wins to anything. No. Be- honestly, all of these, I don't care who wins. Just because I I love SmackDown so much that I'm just okay. like, you guys can't do any... Actually, I'll tell you what. Um, In the main event, we'll get to the main event okay. in a second here. But we have Becky, Becky Lynch defending the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship against Alexa Bliss. I would love for Alexa Bliss to win, but I feel like we're going to let Becky Lynch hold on to this title. Oh, yeah. For, for sure, because Alexa needs to do longer. more of a buildup. I agree. It was it was annoying during SmackDown when they were talking about like gaining confidence, and I'm like, Alexa has too much confidence. She's not doesn't need anything. She's not going to like boost her confidence. It's already there. Yes. Yeah. Very true. She already has mucho, way too much mucho confidence. Like share some of it to some people who are lacking me. So the main event is the triple threat for the WWE World Championship. The defending and reigning champion, AJ Styles, taking on Dean Ambrose, taking on John Cena. Now, the one thing that would upset me is if John Cena wins. How great was AJ going? How dare you compare yourself to Ric Flair? And then everyone started posting AJ Styles' TNA photos. Yes, and it was the funniest fucking thing. And I was like, was he not? He was so aware of that as he was saying it, right? yeah. So funny. So I would be upset if John Cena wins because I need John. If John Cena is going to tie Ric Flair, he needs to do it at WrestleMania. That's yeah, because that would be ridiculous for me. I Who would, do you want to that. win? I would rather. I want AJ to retain because I think he's he's earned it, and I feel like we could get some good John Cena Dean Ambrose uh, singles fucking matches. Fucking hating each other. Yeah, I think we could do that for a little while. I don't know if if John Cena hates Dean Ambrose, like he keeps saying, you know, like I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, whoa, man, what's your beef? Like you're putting way more hatred into this than I am returning. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. But then again, I feel like everything in Dean's head is just twisted. Very true. So that is no mercy. And we will, um, Obs, I want him to win, but we will talk about the results of that next week. There you go. So that's the shit. No, (laughs) Oh my God. Imagine. (laughs) NXT. NXT had one, two, three, uh, four and a half matches. And a half. Which is insane. And a new announcer. A new ring announcer. Oh, yeah. I went dude announcer. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we started off by 
basically officially announcing the Dusty Roads Tag Classic, and we got some of the teams, and uh, we're going to go over those brackets in a second here, but uh, let's get through NXT first. We had the Bollywood Boys. Bollywood ever. I I love the Bollywood Boys. You don't love the Bollywood Boys? Buttered Chicken Beatdowns? Buttered Chicken's great. Do you not like Indian food? What's happening here? I do not like Indian food. Holy shit. I do not. My God. Indian Um, food is delicious. Anyways, off track. I just referred to this match as two guys who I can't tell apart versus two bigger guys who I also can't tell apart. Squashy, squashy, for sure, this match was. Well, it was just four people who I couldn't tell apart from their tech partner. Bollywood boys (laughs) taking on the authors of pain and their finisher is called The Last Chapter and that is fucking great. It's a good name, and I thought, hmm, what about... And then I went, epilogue wouldn't make any sense, because that would be like having a chapter afterwards as a catharsis for afterwards. And I was like, that would be too much thought put into that. Marianne, why are you doing that? Whatever. Killing that joke real fast. <laughs> um, books. <laughs> I think it... Books. Literary <laughs> jokes. Friends. Um, I don't even know why I bothered watching that match, because I knew what the result was going to be. They came out, and I went, well... <laughs> people are gonna die <laughs> so the authors of pain advance in the dust you think they're gonna classics. take the whole thing well we'll get to the brackets oh okay fine we'll get to them so we had rich swan taking on patrick clark i loved this match here's my first note patrick clark is already better than that guy whose name i don't care to remember already I, he came out I, I and i went holy shit his new gimmick is hilarious and i love it like very down because my favorite part that was Corey just at the beginning saying about rich swan he's one of the most entertaining people i've ever met in my life and i was like same Corey, same (laughs) same because i have met rich swan and he is fucking hilarious so patrick clark though dressed like rick james slash little richard slash prince slash i don't even care because it was fucking amazing he was wearing velvet pants i enjoyed it very much fuck and it's funny because i'm sitting here and we talked about the guy whose name i don't care to remember and i literally cannot remember his name it's someone we talked about last week who i hate who is just a guy He's that guy who just, he does all the football, basketball gimmick stuff. What's his Mr. name? Mr. Touchdown? Not Mr. No. Touchdown. <laughs> I was just being a snob. What is his name? He's I don't there even know who you're time. talking about. Someone's yelling at us right now. And I'm not, this is, I'm not trying to work you guys. I shoot don't remember his name. And I didn't even care to look it up. Like, I don't even. Oh, well, who cares? Um, whatever. But I also, fuck that homophobic crowd, though. Oh, were they doing? I didn't hear it. Oh yeah, they were making like grossed out faces and stuff, and I just went, "Oh my god, fuck you guys, fuck well, you Florida, guys." So. But then Rich Swan's face, and then Rich Swan's face is an emoji. Rich Swan is an emoji. Did you see the face yes. I'm talking about? Yes, I did. I think Corey was like, "It's like the winky eye." Like I yes. went, "Oh my god, Rich Swan!" And then I think what was it Tom Phillips was like, "Oh, that's gonna be a gif, like real fast." <laughs> like, and it was. <laughs> and it was. Did you see the, um, I didn't watch it, but there was some footage of Patrick Clark getting his tooth fixed after this match? I did not. I guess uh, Rich Swan stiffed him in the mouth pretty good. Rich Swan kicked fucking ass. And, and that, uh, that match was great. Diagonaled one of his front teeth pretty good. That match was great. He was, was really good. It was very fun. Um, my favorite part was Tom Phillips making a very extremely, extremely subtle Prince reference. And it took Corey a couple seconds yes. and he was like, I see what you did there. That was a Prince joke. And he was like, 
thanks. And I was like, Tom Phillips, I'm so proud of you. Like, because I caught it immediately, obviously, but it was oh. fun little match. Tom Phillips, you're the best. Rich Swan comes out on top. Dude, that match was so good. The next match we had was Peyton Royce versus Danielle Camella, which Who's is just too like, close to Carmella. And, and looks like Nia Jax and a Bella put together. Kind of. Now, Nia I, Bella. Have, I have two Corey Graves quote of the weeks from this. Of course you do. Um, they're friends, Tom. <laughs> If you had any friends, you'd completely understand. <laughs> I remember that and then just going, I'm not even going to write that down because that was just so low blow mean. Like, <laughs> um, There was the fisherman suplex finish from, by Peyton Royce. That's her finisher. Her outfit is god awful. And Tom called it a northern light suplex and then corrected himself to say, oh, a fisherman suplex. And, <laughs> and Corey said, Mara would have never screwed that up. <laughs> I had to listen to it a couple of times because I didn't understand what he said. But I rewound and he's like, Mara never would have screwed that up. And I died. <laughs> R.I.P. me. I'm dying now. It was so good. It was why so can't they good. be together? I don't know. Oh, why? It would be too much. It would just be, oh my god, that's that was amazing. amazing. Her outfit, though, I feel so bad because it looks like... Well, whose like outfit's worse? Hers oh, or Billy Kay? Both of them were bad. But I hate Billy Billy Kay's. Kay's was like an acid wash jean dress and it was terrible. <laughs> acid wash and not be coming back. But Peyton Royce was wearing like... Her outfit was really... And I hate something. This is not shallow of like... All right. Of me. Shoot week. Let's go. Shoot. Fucking dude, that outfit, she deserves so much better. It was like a bathing suit that someone had taken to do a... Uh, like a humanoid version of like a Pokemon that was like a Venus flytrap and just like sc- like glued like puffy things on it. It was just not well made. It looked like a bathing suit that people had just added something on as like a cosplay, but it was like not a like fantastically executed cosplay, if that makes sense. So not a fan. <laughs> no, it was awful. It was terrible. She just looked messy. And I was like, girl, you're pretty. Also, she looks a lot like Ava Marie also. And Corey was like, be still my beating heart. And I was like, get better taste. Oh, boy. Love Corey Graves. He's perfect. (laughs) So we had a rude Dillinger promo, which was great or glorious. I thought it was very good. I can't wait for them to turn on each other. My favorite part was him just standing there. And then Ty was talking. He goes, by winning the... Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) It was great. I very much enjoy it. I think this is going to be. I mean, Uh, Dillinger's already over, but I think he's just going to be that much more over in a little bit. Because he's just having the natural, perfect response to the confusion that people would feel naturally around Bobby Roode. (laughs) Dan. Now, this this is this was by far the funniest part of NXT. Besides the Mara would have never screwed that up part. This, to me, weeks we have been hearing about this Dan Matha. Dan Matha. I don't even care. He Dan Matha. He, I will oh, get look to at him. these promos. Here he comes. Here comes Dan Matha. He, Here he comes. <laughs> and then Samoa Joe comes out and beats the shit out of him. I thought that was so funny. I went, first of all, good. Second of all, like... He walked out and Corey was talking like, or was it like Tom Phillips was talking? No, Corey loves to contradict himself. So he'll be like, oh, he's all like, like talking about all the guy's accomplishments. But then if Tom Phillips is doing it, he was like, yeah, but those accomplishments have nothing to do with being in the ring. And I was like, boy, you just said that like 
really really queen but uh dan matha however you say it he walks like he's not really sure how to walk like he's concentrating way too hard on making sure that his arms move opposite his legs does that make sense yes (laughs) he was walking and i was like what is he doing like it's not that hard god (sighs) yeah but he got the shit kicked out of him by samoa joe and then samoa joe made demands so yeah samoa joe like being all like weird like beatnik like rhyming (laughs) and it was just sad it was sad oh can't stand it wherever it's going i don't want we then had a no way jose rich swan promo which was amazing i died so I, they, oh my God. they are going to be in the Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic, and uh, I'm very excited. This Can is going to be good. Handle this? No, no way, Jose. Jose. And I went. This is going to go on for oh, another man. 30 seconds, and I am 100 percent okay it's with great. that. Then we had our main event, which was a first round matchup in the Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic: Andrade Cien Almas and Cedric Alexander taking on the NXT Tag Team Champions, The Revival. My God, I hate their theme. It's awful. We go hard all day, all night. All my proud Southern people, are you ready to fight? It's better when you say it. Say yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Say yeah. It's much better when you do it. I I thoroughly enjoyed (laughs) this match. I thought it was very, very good. Cedric just continues to kill it in everything. Corey, though, the best tag team on the planet really like that's really pushing it like even saying like out of raw and smackdown and all those things and i was like i mean if they were really that they would be on raw or smackdown right now Corey, (laughs) Corey, get your shit straight (laughs) the revival get the win and john pingle's dreams come true yeah los ingobernables andrade turns on cedric and he is so unruly now and it's great and he's it's, gone straight Naito. I'm so excited. I'm so <laughs> excited, you guys. That match was really good, but I mean, I'm not surprised at all. No, I'm not. That either. it was really good. But did you find it weird? And then when Corey and Tom were talking about how he was like, the Revival, they're going to win this thing because they're a tag team. And da, 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 and he was like, and they came out to this at the same time. I'm like, because the other two people are singles wrestlers. And it would be weird if all of a sudden you had to yeah. redo the whole entrance. And also, newsflash, the people that won the thing last year were singles wrestlers too and not a tag team. Very true. Suck it, Corey. So <laughs> the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic brackets, I have them. I posted them in the TTR Facebook, and I asked a couple of people who they thought would take the whole thing. And everyone said what you said wouldn't happen last week, <laughs> and I laughed. Well, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll read these comments, and we'll read the <laughs> brackets, and then I'll give you my take on the whole thing. So we have uh, TM61 taking on uh, Tino Sabatelli, and I can't remember the gentleman's first name, but Moss as it is listed here. We have Teen Aries, which is Maurice Austin. Moss. Yes, Maurice Moss. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I'm here to wrestle. That's pretty good. That was really good. good. Oh, no. Oh, no. We lost. (laughs) I'll randomly put that show on, like, if I'm eating dinner and I'm like, I don't have anything to watch. I'm just going to watch it. Something's happened. He passed the ball to that guy. (laughs) Now he's passed the ball to that guy. So, anyway, um, with Team Aries, which consists of Austin Aries and question marks, Roderick Strong. If that happens, oh my god, please. It's like just team 
douchebag. Generation Next from Ring of Honor. Oh, man. I have my Generation Next shirt. I'll be wearing that shit that day when they fucking debut and beat the shit out of those two guys that Just they're fighting. Just people in the face. I don't know who they're fighting, but who cares? They're going to lose, whoever they're fighting. Uh, we have Hideo Itami and Kota Ibushi. Taking on Lince Dorado. You can't say that without adding a question mark at the end because it's so weird and awesome. They are taking on Lince Dorado and Mustafa Ali. That should be a hoot and a half. So happy to see Mustafa Ali again. We have Ty Dillinger and Bobby Roode taking on the mysterious team of Sanity, which we is going to be a match next week. We will talk all about Sanity next week. They've already taped this, so we already know who it is, but we'll talk about it next week. John Pingle is fired up and excited. I am because German guy. Don't give it away. Oh, I'm not. That's, that's so vague. <laughs> we already saw the authors of Pain and the Bollywood Boys. Uh, we have No Way Jose and Rich Swan taking on. I love that team. Tony Nice and the Legal Eagle, Drew Gulak. Just two guys that look hella Jewish. One of them actually is super Jewish. I'm very sad they just didn't get another person from Catchpoint to be Drew Gulak's partner. But Hot I, sauce? No, Fred Yehi. Come no, on. He's Yehi. How Sorry. high? Yehi. <laughs> I love you, Fred Yehi. You're the fucking best. But I best. love hot sauce. Everyone go follow Fred Yehi on Twitter and tell him how awesome he is because he is amazing. I mean, he should have more Twitter followers than me, at least. I don't know about Marianne. She has so many followers. I fuck off. <laughs> you and Max, holla, Max. I know you're listening. <laughs> the revival and your eyelids. They already took on almost an Alexander, so we already know the outcome of that. But let me tell you, folks. I'm going to start naming names right now. Craig, Matt, and Vince all think Team DIY is going to take the whole thing. And and Matt went as far as to say that it'll be. DIY versus TM61 in the final with DIY winning the entire thing. Now, let me tell you, the next the the last match is Ho Ho Lung and some other dude taking on Gargano and Ciampa, which would in the very next round put the revival against Gargano and Ciampa. Now, they could do it a couple They could do it a couple of different ways, like they could beat the revival. I feel like they should. And then go on in this tournament. Or they could just because I don't know when the next um I don't think the revival should win. Well, yeah, I don't think they should either. If they're trying to build hype for Gargano and Ciampa. I honestly think the finals will be TM six one versus the revival. That's my take. Gargano. Because I feel like, we are going to come to the point where we need, as Craig said, we're going to get this Gargano-Champa feud. And the Revival... If there's no lip syncing in this feud, I'll be fucking pissed. The Revival has stopped them at every corner. So I feel like... I don't know. It could either go... It could go a couple of ways. But for me, I feel like it's kind of hard. And it's kind of also hard to beat against... Or bet against the authors of pain. Because, I mean, they are literal monsters. And... If I'm looking at where I think the brackets are going to go, I I don't think I don't know I don't know it's it's I like how these brackets are placed I I do enjoy that because if you looked at the first round of the CWC you knew who was losing in every single yeah you were like I know who's losing in every single match yeah this one's a little harder Gulak. to tell it's a little harder to tell just a little bit 
So we'll see. We'll see what's going on. I think I think TM61 is a good candidate and but you, you never know with Team Aries. I I just don't know. I think if it it is it's probably Roderick Strong. I think him and Aries will maybe go for it's hard. It's hard, guys. What a time. So there you go. I'm just gonna, we're just that's that's the thing if you want to put your uh guesses, it's up in the Facebook page. You can uh do that whole thing. There you go. So as we kind of touched on a little bit earlier, TNA has reportedly sold their tape library to WWE. It is not confirmed yet. It is still a rumor. And tape they library have sold, as of when? Uh, I guess as soon as no, like as like when the tape library, as in up, from the, the beginning up until I would say uh, I have no idea. I would okay. assume until they. Billy, because apparently Billy Corgan has bought TNA and is going to completely rebrand it. So I would assume as soon as that happens, everything that's backed that's before that is WWE's property. So WWE goes, fuck yes, we have final deletion. <laughs> yes. No! So. Smug motherfuckers. I think this is good for, I mean, well, obviously it's a win-win for everyone, especially Dixie Carter, who is probably made back like so much money that she has spent because she's getting money from WWE, reportedly getting money from WWE and Billy Corgan. It's good for TNA because they get to go on still. Billy Corgan employs people still. I think that's good. It also is good for WWE because they can actually get that back catalog footage of AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I'm missing somebody, but they have all that. Ba- I mean, Ric Flair, McFoley, Sting. They have all that back catalog stuff now. So it's a win-win all around if it happens. I, this is, It's still not an official thing. So that's the report. And I heard they bought the tape library for like 25 mil. Holy shit. That's a lot of money. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, we only had one question from Facebook, guys. And it was not Holland. Holland, are you okay? I hope. Actually, I should have checked in on them. See if it's okay. Anthony asks, "What do you make of Dolph's situation and the rumors around him leaving when his contract ends? His contract's up very, very soon. I don't know. I almost feel like he would be an idiot to resign with WWE because he's been there before. And what happened? He resigned and nothing happened. I think he resigned and he won. There was so much truth to Miz's statement. <laughs> nothing happened. He hasn't done anything. He's very unimportant. But I I think he just needs to leave. Because I, I honestly, and yes, as you said, there's a lot of truth to what the Miz says. It's just like, I get it. Oh, my God. It's so sad for you all the time. You try so hard. You love everything. I get it. I've, you do the same interview every time. It's just bleh. and everyone everyone believes it. We just don't know how to help you. It's like when you have to hear a friend's <laughs> help problem. Me help over... you? No, like when you have to hear a friend's problem all the time. I'm saying this, and you go, you, and you hey, just you go. Said it, I didn't. <laughs> you're just giving the same issue, and you're like, I don't know how to help you. You're just venting at me, but I don't know how to help you. That kind of thing. So we're like, yeah, it sucks, Dolph. But what are we? What are we? We have no power here. No, we got nothing. I got nothing for you. Make friends in higher places. So what do I make of it? I think he should just leave. He should just leave and just try and do something else. Be an author like your brother. Just do something else. 
he, his brother looks just like because you you've already resigned and what happens you think it's going to be different again i don't think so do yourself a favor you do you won't have to bleach your hair like that anymore <laughs> imagine. imagine he'd look exactly like his brother well because when it showed pictures of him like way earlier in his career i was like whoa that looks like ryan <laughs> like whoa so i have a question and i saw this question i believe um awe wrestling asked it on twitter and i responded fuck no i do want to hear this question now are you embarrassed by your enjoyment of professional wrestling fuck no net you've never been embarrassed by your enjoyment of no professional wrestling. there's so many there's so many things like that the only thing that i would be like marginally embarrassed of liking maybe is like anime but that's like around certain people you know where i'm just like where i want to appear like no because i'm not embarrassed of my love for i mean i'm kind of shameless when it comes to the things that i like if you think about it think about it real hard yeah i mean i can see that i don't really care i will i don't think i've ever been embarrassed by my enjoyment of professional wrestling i think the only time i've actually been in embarrassed was the whole chris Benoit thing that's literally the only time i've been like it like is more of a shamed you should have just completely said that inaudibly and everyone would have known <laughs> so that's really the only time i've been embarrassed to enjoy professional wrestling when i when i have something that i really like and i know that there's other people that really like it you know you're not like you're not alone but i will flaunt this shit out of it you know and if people have shit to say i'm like your loss because it's fucking great so i don't know i still don't understand people who are just like harry potter and i'm like oh you need to fucking read a book that's just great That shit's great. But yeah, I don't think I've ever been in, embarrassed of it, I don't think. All right. It's just it's the only the it's frustrating sometimes, but not embarrassed. I just um saw that question and I thought it was very interesting. I thought I would pose it to the audience. Life lessons. Don't be embarrassed by anything you like because you're not gonna be the only person True that likes it. Very true. Now, Forums, y'all. Anything you got anything else? Surprisingly no. All right. Wait. How great are the sorry, how great are the two K commercials? That's random. They're fantastic. They're fucking great, They're right? They're very, very good. I believe a company in it's San so Francisco good. does the marketing for them. So. I loved it. The music's yeah, great. The way it's filmed is great. The fact that there's several versions of the commercial that go around where yes. Alberto's cut out of them. And I thought that was the funniest thing ever. Because yeah. they all of the ones they showed on Raw, he was in it. And then on SmackDown, they weren't. And I just <laughs> went, whoa, did they fix that shit in like the past 24 hours when they showed one with him in it? And I went, that's really funny to me. And then Dean just looked great. And he's in it for like a split second. And yeah. my brother was like, this is really well done. And I was like, I know. It's fucking great. Yeah, extremely Really well good. Done. Will you play it? I don't know. Maybe. I'm still obsessed with Overwatch. So. I need to get FIFA. FIFA World Cup. Yeah, so I can play as Urzil and just not leave my room and just play as Urzil until I win the World Cup single-handedly by myself again. Wow. All right. Wow. (laughs) That's a lie. Oh, man, that's such a lie. Okay. (laughs) That concludes episode number 97. My God. I like trying to say Zeebs and Noinzik? Sure. No, that was way wrong. I'm sorry. So, Nick, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Team Hate, and you can follow Marianne on Twitter. 
Sailor Moon Salt. Subscribe to us on I'm iTunes sleepy. and Stitcher. Search Tornado Tag Radio and give us a rate and review as well. And you can also subscribe to us and all the other shows in the NOTLG network. Just go to SoundCloud.com slash the NOTLG. Shout out to Finally North. They do our music. SoundCloud.com slash Finally North or FinallyNorth.com. Head on over to NOTLG.Spreadshirt.com and buy one of our TTR shirts. They're fantastic. I feel that it is worthy to mention, since I have not mentioned him in very many episodes, John is wearing a Tim Daunt shirt right now, and I feel like everyone should be aware of this. I am. I am Tim indeed. Tim Daunt is the man, and, and I usually mention him, and I haven't been, and I'm sorry, Michael. And I mean, this, Tim. Uh, this dude, <laughs> while I was getting lunch today, said, hey, I really like your shirt, and I said, thank you. It's a wrestling shirt. I did. I said, it's a wrestling shirt, and he went, all right, cool. He just said, uh, I just like it. It's cool. I also like the person whose shirt it is. So Very true. He's the man. You can support Tornado Tag Radio and all of the other Night of the Living Geek podcasts. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Just give like a dollar or two a month, guys. We would really appreciate that. It's like paying for Spotify. Basically, but you get to hear my sweet, sweet voice. And me laughing at my own jokes. There you go. Imagine! Good, good <laughs> old quality there. So that is it for us this week. Join us next week for episode 98. The countdown continues to 100. Please tell me Kyle will be on episode 100. I may have talked to him and yes. he... I'm still in contract negotiations. So, until... He's gonna be on the show. <laughs> I'm like, what do I got to buy that motherfucker? <laughs> so that is it for us this week. So there's only one thing left to do. So, man, if you will. Ring the bell! Woo! It'll pass. <laughs> this too shall pass. This too shall pass. <laughs> we go hard all day, all night. All my prouds? Okay. I hate you, girl. <laughs>